Coming up, you asked for it, I saw it, and I want to talk about it. It's Wonder Woman in this episode of Dizpop. Dizpop is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect vacation. Visit them on the web at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Well, hello, everybody. I am your host, Rhino Clavin. Welcome to Dizpop. And this week, I am joined by nobody. It's just me. And this probably won't even be a full-length episode. I'm just um, doing an audio-only recording at my house and you can probably hear the click click clack of my dogs every now and then and the fireworks are going off so don't be surprised if there's some barking in the background i apologize but i figured i'd just do this on the fly i've got uh, a little bit of free time and i want to fill it with more work because i have a problem anyway um if you haven't seen it, Wonder Woman came out not but one weekend ago. Uh, so it came out June 2nd, 2017. This is um, technically the second movie in the DC Cinematic Universe. The first being Batman vs. Superman. Excuse me. This is the third movie. The first being Man of Steel. The second being Batman vs. Superman. The third being Wonder Woman. Um... I feel like, though, Man of Steel shouldn't really count, even though it is the same Superman, but it was kind of like this whole plan was put into play, and I feel like it started with Batman versus Superman, even though they say it started with Man of Steel. So, Man of Steel, um, if you haven't seen it, it's okay. It's not bad. My big issue with that movie is really just kind of there's no... um, There's no real... um, acknowledgement of the millions of lives that are being lost because of the duel between uh, General Zod and Superman. And it really would have taken one or two lines to say something. I mean, clearly Superman cares about people, so that's not really the issue. It's just kind of like, it's, um, it was like too much, too much at once, you know? Um, it not, but not, not terrible, just okay. Okay, you know, and we all expected from that to kind of get a uh, a second Superman movie, but then when the Superman 2 was kind of being talked about, it eventually became Batman versus Superman and then and then slowly but surely Batman versus Superman was uh revealed to kind of be the um uh well, it's technically called Batman v Superman dawn of justice because it was essentially the stepping off point for the Justice League. It was going to set up how they were going to do the Justice League, and then Justice League would would happen, and um, they were essentially doing like an inverted Marvel Phase 1, so they wanted to kind of kick off the whole DC Cinematic Universe with a big, the big event movie, Um, uh, so it was, uh, Dawn of Justice was going to do that and bring all the characters together, and then we were going to meet them there, and then go from there, and there weren't really going to be necessarily origin movies, but that plan seems to always be changing and shifting so uh batman versus superman not very uh not very well received um uh in fact uh lately i'm not enjoying the rotten tomatoes uh aggregate score as much lately but i still i still kind of go back to it but um I'm one of the few and far between who doesn't hate Batman versus Superman. I'm not saying it's a masterpiece. So it's at a 27% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's with the critics. It's an audience score of 63. I would maybe put it just slightly higher, but in that ballpark. I, w- I would 
probably say under 70. I'd, I'd have to watch the, the, the Blu-ray one more time to be sure. But uh, I saw it twice in the theater. I thought it had a great score. I applaud it for trying to be visually... I, I applaud it for being not a Marvel wannabe. It clearly wanted to be its own thing and establish its own tone. Unfortunately, I think we've been a little... Um, uh, we're, we're kind of a little bit tired of that whole dark and gritty. It doesn't always mean visually dark and gritty it's kind of like we like things grounded in reality but movie studios think that that always means really dark and so um wonder woman um made her debut in batman versus superman dawn of justice and the she made her uh her actual cinema debut in that movie too because wonder woman hadn't really been on screen in a movie before this um so she was one of the the highlights of the movie, as well as I actually enjoyed Ben Affleck as Batman, uh, and I look forward to the Batman movie that's supposedly being directed by Matt Reeves as of this point. Um, no idea when that's coming. Um, regardless of all of that, Wonder Woman was kind of one of the... People enjoyed her in the movie. We liked seeing her. We liked that she was there. Um, Gal Gadot, uh, that's how I, I believe I YouTubed it, and it seems like that's how you say it. Gadot. Gadot. Got it. G-A-D-O-T. Got it. Um, she's not French. She's Israeli. So you say the T. Um, she kind of had her her, uh, her debut as a... Oh, excuse me. Forgot to shut my phone off. Um, her debut as Wonder Woman here. And um, for me, I enjoyed her part in the movie, especially her theme, that whole... Um, I don't know. It was just... It was... It was it was cool. I wish your costume had more color. That is corrected here in Wonder Woman, though. Um, so then, uh, after the dust settled on Batman versus Superman, it it was uh, at some point we either knew before Batman versus Superman, we knew after Batman versus Superman, but Wonder Woman was the next one out of the gate, and then that will be followed up by Justice League, which will be coming out this same year, um, the end of the year in November. Gal Gadot reprising a role of Wonder Woman in that. So this film we got um, that came out this year is um, in that DC area, and it is Wonder Woman's origin story. And um, I will say delightfully that it is fresh and um, it's good. It's not a tired old origin story. Um, It is a period piece. So um, it starts in modern time and... um, for whatever reason, Wonder Woman works at the Louvre or in France for some reason, and uh, she gets a letter from. Uh, so this is the little throwback that she and Bruce are still communicating. She gets a delivery from uh, Bruce Wayne, uh, and if you've seen Batman for Superman, you know that there is a photo that Wonder Woman is trying to uh, Diana Prince is trying to get from Lex Luthor. So essentially, uh, Bruce Wayne sends the he finds the original and sends it to her, and. Um, so that's kind of what kicks off the narrative of this film. Is she sees that and then kind of uh, tells the story to herself, I guess. Now that I'm thinking about it, it is weird. Internal monologue is always weird. But um, so it goes to uh, I'm going to I'm going to double check the names of some of this stuff. So it, it starts with like kind of Wonder Woman's origin story. So I don't know about you guys. I mean, I'm sure there are plenty of you out there who really do know um, uh like Wonder Woman's origin story. I mean, Wonder Woman's been around for um since what, 1941, so it's been 60, 75, 76 years almost. Jeez Louise, it's about time she got a freaking movie. I mean, I will never understand Hollywood's obsession with being like women superhero don't work in movies. All right. Well, get over yourself because obviously clearly they do. 
Also, I know the Buffy movie wasn't big, but the show, I, I don't, I grew up like with strong female characters. I mean, Ripley and uh, so Sigourney Weaver and Alien, Sigourney Weaver and Ghostbusters is still a really good character too. But the Sigourney Weaver, I had Mila Jovovich from uh, The Fifth Element was phenomenal. Like I watched the Buffy TV show. Joss Whedon really portrays strong female characters really well, um, who was actually originally um, going to make the Wonder Woman movie way back. This is before the DCCU, DC Cinematic Universe. Yes, DCCU. Um, and Warner Brothers and him just didn't click. And so he was out and uh, it kind of went into developmental hell and nothing really ever came of it. But um, fun, fun thing, though, is Joss Whedon has stepped in because of the tragedy with Zack Snyder's family. On um, Unfortunately, his daughter killed herself. It's very sad story and i wish him and his family the best and um you know it's it's an unfortunate thing when anyone you know when that happens for anyone uh joss whedon has stepped in to finish the uh batman uh not batman versus excuse me uh justice league uh for its november debut um which is great but he's essentially just stepping in to complete the vision he had and so he's not going to touch anything, although I did read that he wrote a little bit of that. But he's also stepping in because Joss Whedon will be directing the Batgirl or Batwoman. I don't know which one it is. Movie. Um, very, very excited about that. Um, I'm curious if they'll do the version. I believe Batwoman is a lesbian, but I'm pretty sure this is going to end up being Batgirl because I'm oh, I feel like um J.K. Simmons is playing Commissioner Gordon in Batman versus Superman. No, not Batman versus Superman. Good, good. Um, good, get it. Um, it's, uh, oh my goodness, Justice League. And so, like, I feel like this is, if they do Barbara Gordon, then they can bring J.K. Simmons into the movie a little bit more. And um, it, it just feels like that's kind of where it could be. But who knows? Who knows? The other reason I, I applaud Batman versus Superman and kind of the, the DCCU versus the MCU is that it seems like DCCU uh, is really embracing. It's almost sad, but uh, it's sad for some great for others. It seems like when superhero movies have made of late, they've been like the classic version of the superhero uh, superhero. Um, The Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies are definitely the like sixties version of Spider-Man, which I'm sorry. I love those movies. Um, I know the third one's not great, but I love the first two and you cannot deny they're still some of the best years later. Um, You know, you kind of always get that when Superman came to the screen, it was like the classic Superman. Uh, You know, uh, it's kind of all the classic known stories of them. No one's really ever getting to those like modern 2000s and beyond, like the the new 52 in the DCU. Um, uh, But it's kind of like that's the route that 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 Batman versus Superman and the DCCU is taking because even the Robin in um the robin they allude to who has passed away in uh batman versus superman is not dick grayson because they're doing a nightwing movie as well and i believe that dick grayson obviously is going to be nightwing so um i i forget the name of the i think it's the female robin that died maybe it's not maybe it was tim drake no i don't know i don't know who it was anyways regardless i know it's not dick grayson and um I'm getting way off track. I'm sorry. This is a lot of ranting here. Um, let's 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 pull it back into Wonder Woman, okay? Um, 
We do a whole nother episode all about the DCCU, I guess, if you guys want. But um, we're here to talk about Wonder Woman. So um, let me get to the Wonder Woman film just to make sure. I want to I wanna read a little bit. You know, Wikipedia summarizes it a little better. I'm just going to pick and choose here to read. But we're here to read. Um, but um, it's called the... Themyscira. I'm, I couldn't remember it. Um, so anyway, so the movie opens, like I said, um, Wonder Woman's working at the Louvre. She gets the picture from uh, Bruce and it kind of sets off a whole like, I'm going to tell my love story. And it starts in the Themyscira um, with Wonder Woman, uh, Diana, as a child and um, her mother, who is played by Robin Wright, I believe. And um, uh, nice to see you back, Robin Wright. I mean, I guess she's uh, she's been doing a um house of cards i was like i can't remember that show that everyone loves on netflix but um uh oh actually you know what i think uh i am incorrect i believe her mother is connie nielsen yeah it is i'm i'm sorry um i was off uh I got the two mixed up. I'm, I apologize. Anyway, so uh, Robin Wright kind of plays the the main like the warrior. I believe she's uh, the sister. So Robin Wright plays Antipi. Antipi. I don't know. All their names are like they're Greek kind of because they're all supposedly descendants of like. So the story here is that this Themyscira is um, it's like an island that Zeus created for the Amazons, um, who are they were created to. Um. Uh, they, okay, so they were created by the gods of Mount Olympus to protect humankind against the corruption of Ares. If you don't know, Ares is the god of war. Um, and uh, Ares uh, essentially uh, kills all the other gods um, in wounds. Um, you know, and he kills Zeus, but uh, before Zeus uh, dies, um, uh, he created the. Uh, uh, sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm just trying to make sure I'm getting this correctly. I don't want to lead anybody astray. Anyway, um, so Zeus left uh, a weapon uh, for the Amazons to fight um, Ares in in the event that he were to return or anything like that, because Ares well, Ares wants war. So um, it, he creates a weapon called the God Killer, um, and uh, which is on the uh, the Themyscira, and uh, the the ladies, the Amazons, uh, protect it and. They are – the Themyscira is like a hidden island kind of in the ocean in an un, unmarked area. It's like in its own little almost literal bubble. Um, uh, so Diana's mother, Hippolyta – Hippolyta? I don't I, – they're said so quickly in the movie. I don't know. I, I really do apologize. Um, but uh, Diana's mother is essentially the queen of the Amazons. Diana is the only child child on the island um and so her her aunt who i said antipi uh antipi i don't know how to say these names lord i just need somebody in the show to just be like the person that steps in um anyway so she uh diana essentially gets trained by her aunt in secret and so the the story is just like she's been secretly training for years and then the mother decides to just let her train but she thinks it's useless because she doesn't believe aries is going to come back and then um one day um this uh world war one fighter pilot uh crashes through the the bubble of the Thermoskira and diana rescues him in the water and that captain is one mr steve trevor played by the ever handsome and ever charming chris pine and i will tell you right now 
Chris Pine can just do no wrong at this point in his life. I'm sorry. He is a wonderful Captain Kirk. He is wonderful in this movie. I I really like how they how this character is portrayed. I, I think that has a lot to do how it was written, how Patty Jenkins, the director of the film, how she directed him, and how uh, Chris Pine chose to kind of portray this character. Um, you know, it's obviously, it's the World War One era, and so it's, um, you know, women, um, they're not, what they are today. I mean, women are still fighting today just to get paid the same as men. It's it's ridiculous. And this 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 uh, Steve Trevor is a good character who is very respectful of women. And um, what's really great about the dynamic that's created between Steve and Diana is that since Diana um, and I'll give Gal Gadot a uh, real big props here for playing a completely different version of Diana in Wonder Woman versus like in in Batman versus Superman, she's kind of cynical. Uh, Wonder Woman has left um, mankind, and she's kind of doing her own thing. She she's it, she leaves she leaves them off to worry about themselves. Um, and this is the movie that we're going to learn why. But uh, this version of the of her character, she's very um, naive. I mean, she's never been out in the world. She doesn't know any of this stuff. She doesn't know. You know, Steve Trevor, I believe, is the first man she's ever even seen. But um, so Steve is per- pursued by um, the Germans who show up. They kill a whole bunch of the Amazons, unfortunately. Um, and uh, uh, one of them, you know, including the aunt who 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 dies to save her. I- I'm sorry. I should have said in the beginning this was going to have spoilers. Ugh. I'm really sorry about that. You can see it in the preview if that helps. Um I will promise you right now, I will only have minor spoilers from here on out. I will not reveal any twists if there are any, and I will not reveal the fate of anything. Okay. So I'll just, I'll, I'll just talk about the plot just a little bit more. Um, so essentially the Amazons do not want to leave Themyscira. Um, they do not believe that Ares is behind it. They think men are just terrible. Diana full-heartedly believes in, um, the code of the Amazons and the story of the Amazons. So, um, Diana, uh, Diana's mother tells her that uh, Diana, the mother, made Diana of clay, and Zeus brought her to life. And so that's the story she tells her. That's what Diana believes. Um, anyway, Steve Trevor um, has been playing the role of a double agent. He's been um, he was undercover in the Germans because he's trying to stop this woman, um, Doctor Poison, um, Isabella Moreau, a chemist who's working for the Germans and um, creating this new form of like mustard gas under this General Eric Ludendorff, who you may recognize as the villain as um, Stryker from uh, that wonderful movie uh, X Men Origins Wolverine. Everyone's favorite uh, version of Wolverine. Uh, everyone's favorite Wolverine film. Obviously, I'm being sarcastic. Um, Anyway, uh, so essentially Steve's got to get this notebook he stole to his superiors. Diana says she's going to go with him. And uh, the mother says, like, if you leave here, you may never be able to come back. But I'm assuming since she is in, she's been revealed as being in Justice League that Diana is able to get back to the Themyscira at some point. Who knows? I don't know that. That's just conjecture at this point. Anyways... Um, so Diana sets out with Steve Trevor. They go to London. I They never really explain why Steve is an American in London working for the forces, but either way, it doesn't really matter. Um, he reports to his superior, who kind of nobody wants to let him go, and um, his uh, his superior is played by David Tholis. Tholis? Tholis? I don't know how to say it, um, but you may remember him as Lupin 
from the Harry Potter movies, so always good to see him. He's a good character actor. Um, he kind of sends Steve to collect a, a ragtag team of people that are going to basically go and try and stop this uh, Dr. Poison woman from doing whatever she's doing and delivering this gas that will essentially just let the Germans win the war. Um and they have to do it in secret because the Germans are essentially about to sign the peace, uh, you know, give up the war. But anyway, so the whole movie's set against this backdrop of World War One. Um and um the the beauty of the relationship is Steve brings Diana into the real world, and in the real world, you know, women wear these big dresses at this point still, and she doesn't understand, well, how do you fight? Why are women like this? And she doesn't understand why there's like rooms that are just filled with men and women aren't allowed to speak, and then she also doesn't understand the complexity of modern warfare. So she doesn't understand the politics of it, she doesn't understand you know, for her it's right and wrong. There's no gray area, and she doesn't understand all of that stuff. And so it really, there's a lot of moments in this film that are really kind of call into, in a beautiful way, call into question a lot of our societal norms. Um, for one, like why women are treated the way they, they were treated for so many years, why they're still treated that way. Sexism, essentially, it's all about sexism. Um, but not in an annoying way. Um, not in, And by annoying, I don't mean movies about sexism are annoying. Obviously, I don't believe that. Um, but I mean, like, it doesn't beat you over the head. It, it's just it's there and you like you can you can take it at face value and laugh at how she's just like this is stupid and but then you can also be like yeah no kidding you know it, it really calls into attention a lot of that stuff and i think it just it works so well you know it's just it's it's kind of like it's genius but it never it never gets overly negative either and this is the great thing is the aesthetic of this movie fits into the dccu so well but it also it, – if if they can keep the tone and thematic elements that have been established in Wonder Woman and go forward with that, then they've got their, they've got their thing. They've got their Marvel movies then um, because this didn't feel like a Marvel movie at all. I mean it, it – it, you know, essentially in the way where you're like, oh, it's a good superhero movie. But um, it, it – it just it it was kind of it was refreshing. It was different. Um, a lot of uh, movie tropes that kind of start to happen, or story tropes, even get kind of thrown out the window. You think one thing's going to happen, um, and I'll give you an example. And the best scene in this movie, or the most just this incredible scene, and and you know some people can't even explain it, but there's a there's a scene where they're in the trenches of the war because Diana essentially thinks like she's got to go find Ares and kill this guy, and Steve Trevor's like, I don't know how to tell you this, but I don't think that an Amazon uh, that a Greek god is the one, you know running the show here and it's not this simple but anyway he brings her to the front line and they're in this place called no man's land which is essentially a place where no one can kind of cross and diana takes you know there's a there's a crying woman who's like they took our home and they did all they destroyed all these things and diana's like enough you know why can't you stop them and steve's like I, we can't stop them you know this is a place where we've been here for weeks you know months even and we can only get inches forward you know in the trenches here so diana's like enough is enough she stands up and it's kind of the moment she really starts to become Wonder Woman and the music is wonderful the score is great it's just shot so well and it kind of like that's the moment in the movie where you're really like okay this is going to kind of take an, a different route you know um what I respect too about this movie is it's kind of it's its own little story that's it's a one-off but it also still is connected obviously to the other movies, but it, it does a really good job of like telling this isolated story. So I don't want to go any further into the plot because I don't I don't want to reveal anything. But like I said, um, I thought the visuals in this movie are great. I thought Gal Gadot, Gadot did a really great job as Wonder Woman. Um, 
Really strong performance by her. Very impressed. Um, Chris Pine, I've said it before, the man can do no wrong. Uh, The chemistry and just the way he kind of played his character, is it, you know, they, they, they do have a relationship, you know, they have feelings for each other, but they both kind of know there's a bigger purpose here. So it's not like, even though, you know, there can be love in this movie, it doesn't play out like the, the stereotypical love story. Um, it's kind of like, it's, it's, it's not like Romeo and Juliet. It's, it's more just like, you know, sometimes there's just nothing you can do. You can love each other and whatever, you know, I'm I'm not going to say whether it ends happy, sad, or somewhere in the middle or whatever, or anything, but, um, they took some, uh, they took some, I'm, I'm impressed that they were committed to us, you know, to, to really just being like, this is the story we're telling. And that's what it is, you know? Um, so good for them. Um, really strong performances by everybody, any and every character in this movie. Um, really nice message. Um, I'm going to tell you, um, you know, without giving anything away, this movie at heart is about love. And that may sound cheesy to some of you, but it's a movie that we really kind of, I don't know if this had come out years ago, if it would play the same way it's playing right now, but it is really a movie about like humankind, about us as human beings and you know, we we all want this superhero to come and save us. But in the end, you know, uh, they stop whatever evil there is anywhere in this world. We all know where it is. Um, you know, it's still up to us as the individuals who let this evil happen. Like, you you have a choice to make. Are you going to be inherently bad? Are you going to be cruel? Or are you going to be good? Are you going to love each other? Are you going to be, you know, are you going to change the world? And this movie does that just, I don't know. There's just a moment where I was like, okay, yeah, I needed this type of a movie right now. You know, it, it just, it, 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 it clicked and it, it's not overly like political. Cause like I said, it's world war one, it's stuff that happened. Um, but it still feels incredibly relevant to modern times. You know, it, it really is. This movie reminds me of a really dark and gray day that all of a sudden, you know, a beam of light kind of juts through it. That's kind of the feeling I get when I watch this movie. And I don't mean to say, like, the dark and gloomy stuff is bad. It just has that, like, that. that's the feeling. By the end, you're like, that light broke through. And that's what I want for the world, you know? Um I'm just, I'm really happy. Apparently, this has now become the largest opening for a female director ever. Um, it did it did really good. Um, I mean, so far at the box office, I think it's upwards of, I think it's almost $300 million. I'm sure that'll be different after this weekend uh, because it's expected to take number one again. The Mummy was, it's, it's challenging its competitor, and that's apparently not going to do as well domestically as it is internationally, but I'll get to that in another episode. Um, but... I'm I'm just happy. Uh, I'm just going to tell you this movie's this movie is worth seeing. Um, we did actually. Um, oh no, I lied. I don't know. Was this movie in 3D? I I can't even remember. I was so enthralled in the movie. I don't. I feel like we did see it in 3D, but now I'm questioning myself whether it was or not, or I'm just making that up. Either way, I I think this is a movie that you won't be upset you went and saw. Now. Some reviews that are being shown on TV and people talking about this being like the best superhero movie ever. I don't know about that. Um, it's good. It's a solid movie. Um, I don't know that I'm going to see it again in the movie theater. I might. Who knows? I might. 
Um, I'm not against it. I just, there's a lot of movies coming out all of a sudden in a row that I, that I need to, you know, I want to make sure I, I spread it around. I want to love everyone fairly. Um, but I, I think it's a solid movie. Like, honestly, it's got a, um, it's got a, I'll tell you in one second, um, uh, the score on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm just curious. I know I just said I don't like Rotten Tomatoes again, but whatever. Um, it's got like a, it's in the 90s with critics and in the 90s with the audience, I believe. It's, so it's 93 with critics, 92 with an audience. Um, I'd probably put it in the give it like an eight, seven point nine eight out of ten. Like I don't really have anything to complain about with the movie per se. Well, I actually will tell you my number one complaint. The whole movie. Okay, so on the beach, the the fight in the beginning where I said the Germans come and they they're at the Themyscira. Um, at one scene, so the I guess Amazons can die because some Amazons get shot and die and whatever. Um, but there, you know, the scene where kind of Gal get it or uh, where uh, Diana is really having that moment in the no man's land. There's just like machine guns shooting at her and just bullets, bullets, bullets. Like, and none of them hit her ever. And like, I'm okay with the one on one combat where it doesn't hit her and she uses the the gauntlet she wears. Um, but when there were so many bullets, I was like, not one's even going to graze her because she does get like a little grazed on the Themyscira, but then she's at the, uh, the nurse or whatever it is. I don't know. The, the person who heals hurt people. Um, and the cut's gone. So either she heals incredibly fast or she is like Superman. She's bulletproof. That's never directly addressed in this movie. So I was kind of like waiting for a moment like that to happen where she'd get like hurt a little bit, but it didn't. So I don't know. Um, Anybody that's worried whether the lasso, the lasso of truth, uh, it's called something else in this movie too. The lasso or something compels people to be truthful. If they're worried that that's not going to, that won't be showcased as much as it should be in this movie. Don't you worry. There's a pretty awesome, there's multiple times that that lasso is used and it's pretty awesome. I'm just going to say that's really cool. She uses her sword. She uses her shield. She uses her gauntlets. She's got everything. Um, yeah. So like I said, I don't really have, there's not really a negative. That's the only, it's not even really a negative thing. It's just one of those, like it didn't really come up and it felt like they just kind of chose to ignore the fact whether a bullet would hurt her or not. And so they never, they like showed the cut in the beginning, but that was it. They never addressed it again. So it never really, I don't, that's the only thing. It just, I don't know. That's the only thing that I guess bugs me, but it doesn't really bug me because it's not really necessarily relevant per se, but regardless, that's how I feel. Um, I don't really have too much else to say about it. I think it's a feel-good movie. I think it's a good movie. Like I said, if this is the route that DCCU is taking, it's it's a good route. Some people said it reminded them of um, Captain America, and I think that's solely because it was a period piece. This movie is much better than the first Captain America movie. I do not like... That movie is like a clip show of a movie. This is a movie all the way through. This is one story, and it's a good story um, with a good message and good performances, and it's fun and it's exciting. You've got like a team of heroes, a ragtag group that kind of bond together, and yeah, the other ones are mostly guys, um, but it's really good because Diana always shines, and she always calls to light the weird things in society we've had with women along the way and still continue to have for God knows what reason. But, um, so I recommend this. Um, and if you've seen it, 
I want to know what your feelings are. So I want you to tweet at me, Dispop Show, or you can send it to my personal Twitter, Rhino, R-Y-N-O, 1185, whatever. You know, I communicate with you guys on Twitter. Leave, um, well, this isn't on YouTube, so I guess you have to, like, send an email to the podcast at disunplug.com. We'll have to see about getting a Dispop uh, area of that devoted. But I want to know what you guys thought about it. Have you seen it yet? Are you interested in seeing it? Are you going to go see it now after seeing the review? But let's chat about it. I think it was cool. I'm honestly, and now I'm like, kind of like, I, I don't know. I kind of want to come up. I know this defeats the purpose, but I want to do a gender bend Wonder Woman where it's like essentially her outfit, but like a man's version of it. Um, but I, I'm sure Eli wants to do that. But anyway, that's me. And my mind gets turned. That's how you know I kind of liked it where I'm like, how do I make an outfit like this? And I'm not wearing a Wonder Woman outfit. I don't have the the bosoms to fill it out. Um But anyway, I think that'll do it. I've rattled on a lot. I'm sorry I got really carried away in the beginning of the episode, and I'm really surprised this got to 32 uh, minutes. So uh, any of you out there still listening, well, thank you for listening this long. Um, Stay tuned because I'm, well, not right now, but, you know, tune in again because I'm going to do a review of The Mummy, which I haven't gotten to see yet, but I'm hopefully going tomorrow. And um, I got to see an advanced screening of Cars 3. So that's going to be next week's Diz Pop episode. But I'm putting it out a little bit early. If you're on Patreon, that'll go up um, probably before it even hits YouTube. So um, be sure you check that out and, um, and all that. So um, that's going to do it for this episode of Diz Pop.